Hello? One? Two? Is this thing on? Great. What's up? I'm Powerfuse, a retired goblin sapper in Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Someone paid me to tell you about this channel, Arclight Insights, and I never say no to money. These guys have podcasts, guides, interviews, PvP tournaments, you name it. <laughs> You've got what you need here. All those marvelous creations are engineered by the folks at the explosive Prisoners of War Guild. So, if you like their mumbo-jumbo, subscribe to the channel. <laughs> I did. I might even like it. Well, gotta go. Time is money, friend. Keep it real. Hello, everybody. This is episode 14 of the Arclight Insights podcast. Uh, today, I'm joined by Spanner and Gora. Toasty is still away in Canada for college. And uh, Trixie was just in a hurricane. Uh, he's doing okay. Just doesn't have any internet at the time. Uh, we'll give you an update on that next week. How are you guys doing this morning? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, pretty busy week at work. A lot of uh, sheep work this week. Uh pretty hard on the legs had a sheep decided to run into my left leg so that's got a bruise on it now so that was fun uh, apart from that pretty good how are you going spanner i'm sick but uh i'm here i'm having a, f a fun mental image of uh, thinking about the sheep running into your leg but <laughs> yeah oh, it's been a horrendous week at work in my team 50 51 people there is 18 people off out of 51 with holiday sickness and everything. So as you can imagine, my shifts have been taking multitasking to the next level. Yeah, just glad to be here again. Always looking forward to every Saturday to spend some time with you guys. Kind of missing Toasty to be honest, but uh, hopefully you will join us soon. And uh, hopefully everything is okay with Trixie down there in Florida. Tab, what are we discussing today? as a starting point so uh we kind of discussed a little bit before jumping on uh kind of going over our impressions of the game at this point uh there was a, a survey that went out the other day uh, there was no indications of keeping it quiet there was a couple people that talked about it in discord so i don't see why we couldn't bring it up so I think uh, starting from there, um, the impressions of the game state right now, um, for me, I'm not turning it on as much, uh, sad to say. Um, I turn it on, do the daily quest, do the shop, uh, rotation, buy a talent. Other than that, I'm finding myself going back to Hearthstone Battlegrounds a lot more. How are you feeling, Gore, about this, the latest how the game is at right now. <clears throat> oh, yeah, basically the same as you. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just doing the shop, coming, logging on, doing the, getting your three daily rewards, just slowly making my way towards collecting all the talents. I'm pretty close to that now. Um, probably about three quarters of the way done with total gold expenditure currently in the game and that's, that's my sort of current goal 
and I've nearly completed the entire campaign with playing all the different family factions. I'm only left on Blackrock zone now and slowly working through Beast Faction, Undead and I think I've done Alliance and Blackrock. What's the fifth faction? Alliance, Horde, Blackrock, Beasts and Undead. Oh, Horde, yeah. So Hordes, I think, is what I'm finding the hardest to do that. But apart from that, they, that's just sort of where I'm at. You know, don't play it too much during the day, as a general rule. Myself. Well, I keep playing all the time. I keep testing different things. I'm streaming a lot, as you guys know. But the, this is mostly for the guild and uh, intrinsic motivation. I play because I want to test different things. I have fun with some of them, but probably not as much I was having two months ago, to be honest. I think the lack of current content is starting to show a little bit. Everything, everything I do right now is just to try talents and um, improve my gameplay. I still have a lot of room for improvement. I'm still nowhere as good of uh, as a player some people out there and I'm trying to catch up to them in terms of skill and knowledge. But um, if it was for the pure, if I was not in a guild and if I didn't want to be shoot for best guild in the world and, and if, I, if I wasn't streaming, I would probably be a bit bored right now to be honest with you guys because there's, um, <laughs> there's no much going on in terms of content and updates about the game. I noticed as well some of the some of the guildies they disconnected a little bit from the from the game. Uh, I think they'll probably also feel that um, it, it gets a bit repetitive after a while. I think the lack of co-op stuff and guild-related stuff, and I think it's really hurting right now because going there just to spend three months grinding to kill Onyxia or something is not is not enough appeal <laughs> to keep you going, especially with the lack of information. So, talking about the lack of information, are you guys... I don't want to be negative in any way, because I know they can't... I feel like a bit of deja vu right now, because we spoke about this in the past. I don't want to be too negative to Blizzard, because um, we don't know the restrictions, limitations, and we know, obviously, <clears throat> most of them, if not all of them, they actually really love the game, uh, even at this stage. How do you guys feel about the, the current communication levels with the with the player base. I understand it's closed better, but it's... Do you guys also feel like me that is like complete silent is really bad? There should be at least some sort of couple of paragraphs every week or two weeks just to keep people a bit happier about it. I feel like uh, the communications in Peak and Valleys, like we, we get a lot of information, there's a lot of talk through the devs and then it goes out of nowhere, like we, we get nothing. I think you had a post the other day, Spanner, about goblin sappers taking something out. This, like, a little bit of communication like that, just a little bit of playfulness would go a long way. Like, like you're saying, goblin sappers took out our server, and uh, we're we're slowly uh, getting communication back out there. I think the only communication we've had so far is uh, some people got another survey, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, like what Spanner came up with, like a little quick blurb of, you know, we're still working hard, you know, progress is going along well, uh, but doing it 
in a way that's like they originally did the uh, announcement trial where the two devs were very tongue-in-cheek with the game, you know, saying chaos a lot. Like, it was completely over the top, but that's what made it great, you know, I reckon. It was like, you know, taking the aspect and the type of game it is being, like, fun and more lighthearted and running with that. Uh, so they could communicate updates in that way as well when they don't have anything major to announce, like, you know, the new a new patch with ranked PvP or raids or something like that, you know. It's just a fun little way of keeping people informed and letting us know that they're still there and they're still working on the game and they're still communicating with the community following the development. But do you think that communication out the door about the game kind of put them in a bad situation about future communication? Like, all that hype got so many people excited for the game, and then the excitement kind of just died with them because we didn't see the excitement anymore. I personally think that once again, this is closed beta, right? So our expectations need to be um, adjusted to that. But I just feel like uh, you have people like Fieldsy and others that have probably thousands of hours in the game already. They are testing it on accounts that will be completely reset. They are providing them. I don't think there's anyone in the development team that probably has as many hours in the game as Fieldsy, for example. So that progress is going to get wiped out. So the guy is doing this out of pure love and enthusiasm for the game and uh, testing units and everything. I'm not sure that passion is being reciprocated towards him just with at least giving him a reason and an incentive to keep playing and keep being optimistic. I think if you can't even bother to give people a couple of paragraphs every now and again to uh, just to show some consideration and respect for them and that you value their time testing the game, how are people supposed to reciprocate this back to you? They will be the same as you. So I'm sorry to say, and I have to be honest here, as much as I don't want to be negative, I think part of the lack of interest that players have in beta, it is a result of the behavior they see from the other side. And I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but I see that when Aestra was coming on, on the chat and she was making some posts, I noticed some hype coming back and there was people more motivated to play the game and everything. Since then, I just see continuous posts on people on Discord, like uh, with gifts of people waiting and stuff like that. Not even a response to dignify, not even something, oh guys, yeah, I understand, it's, it's been a while and everything. Don't worry, good things are coming the horizon. No, if I was the regular Joe, I'll probably say, you know what, this game is not worth my time. Because I'm here demeaning myself, putting gifts in discords, showing them how passionate I am and I cannot wait to play and I want some uh, content and everything. And I, I, I don't even, I'm not even worthy of a little paragraph just with some sort of information or acknowledgement about it. That feels bad. Especially when you see that people are online all the time and they are reading 
and it, it just feels really weird. It's almost like taking few people for granted. I mean, I don't want to really be <laughs> too aggressive about the way I'm talking, but it feels like it's taking people for granted. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Am I being too harsh? Am I being too so, harsh? Question. I, I haven't streamed in a few weeks, but we used to have some devs jump into the streams and chat with us. Are you still seeing that at all? I still have the occasional visit, but uh, it's much rarer and uh, the duration of the visits are shorter, which could be a good sign they are busy. And that is really good news. And if they are busy and and you know what, this everything is taking longer because we're adding more stuff for you guys. That is brilliant. Or guys, something went wrong. Our plans went out of the window. Uh, we have unexpected circumstances. That's fine. But I tell you what, there is a way to be human with your player base. Let them know about this without having... You don't need to look like you are incompetent or anything like that. You can just be honest with people. Give them some sort of uh, feedback that does not affect your NDAs or anything like that. And just show people the respect they deserve. Because people love your game. How do you feel about it, Gora? I was actually just thinking like any communication I think would be better than none and I was actually just watching um, the Ashes of Creation monthly um, update and how they do so they've had a closed Alpha 1 test and that was like what last year or something I think and that's it for gameplay otherwise it's just what they show at their monthly update and they always say off the bat you know this is a work in progress what you see here is not representation of the final product it you know will be developed and updated over time and i think just uh what they're working on currently would be nice to hear about but obviously they need to specify that it's work in progress still but just even some like third talent options for some minis you know i'm sure they should have had they've probably got some worked out now uh like you could just drop one 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 a week of them like that's some information and then players could theory craft around that idea and provide feedback on it too so i think that but it also depends on what they are and not allowed to discuss and how many systems have to go through and who says yes you can speak and who says no no you can't speak like you know is the next update going to be really big i'm guessing it's going to be with raids because that sounds like raids is going to probably be the main end game content so they're probably working on a massive patch and i think we're just going to get sort of everything at once that's probably what's taking longer and longer is they keep fleshing it out more and more things like that but just some update would be nice to hear about what they're working on i think the last update that we got was right before they did the beta uh, giveaway, was that they were uh, going to uh, be releasing another way to earn gold in game. We we kind of speculated it could have been raids, it could be something else, uh, or even co-op. But that was the last communication about the game itself, other than the, the beta invites and. Uh, I was under the assumption that the beta invites kind of postponed that launch. And for some reason, I was under the impression that 
that was going to be pushed out to sometime near the end of last month, which today is October 1st. So we, we were expecting it. Well, at least I was expecting it at the end of September. And that kind of had me disappointed because I was looking forward to an update to get me back in the game to try some new things. I don't know if you guys uh, remember us talking about that update in that pre previous uh, podcast or I just made it all up in my head. I don't know. Oh, we talked about it, yeah. And that update was on the 11th of August. And the update was, we are energized by how enthusiastic the community is. And then it says here, as we continue with the closed beta testing, we plan to progressively add features that are missing. We haven't seen even one of the progressively added uh, features or any information about it. By the way, Goragraph's suggestion that was really good in my opinion. Even if they add some information about the talent every few days, it at least gives people a sense of continuity and something to talk about and uh, theorycraft about. It's just after this, that's it. This was on the 11th of August and after this, we had the better contest. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, 90% of the players I find it PvP are from the Discord. So, I still not quite sure why we went to do battle cry things just to get a bunch of people that will not actually play the game. Because the people that I know get better access in Discord, I see them playing the game. So, I just don't understand why we just didn't give better to the directly to the most active people on discord straight away the people that will actually play because the regular joe they will not play because there is not enough information and incentive for them to play and the reason that people on discord are active i'm sorry to say it's not because of blizzard at the moment themselves it's because it's um it's a warcraft ip game and we are motivating each other as player base on Discord. And this is the reason why there are better testers at the moment. Because, <laughs> because we're doing it by supporting each other. In our guild, in the, in the other Discord and all that. So I don't know, it just feels a bit... This was from the 11th of August. A development update that is almost two months old. When you hear them saying something about an update, you expect more information to follow and then the release we just got that information and then nothing just dead silence about it no updates on where they're at with it no little inside information about what the update would be just that was it and then it's it's like a uh, a bad date you just got ghosted so hopefully when uh, if people listen to this podcast, they will take it in a constructive way rather than how dare the guys criticize us. We are mighty blizzard. We do everything right. I hope they actually have the self-awareness to understand, you know what, maybe we could do a bit better job there. We are not, in terms of communication, we are not at the level of blizzard as a company. Even as a, it's close better, right? It's close better, but do you want people to play or not? Because if you want people to play, then you need to raise the bar and actually be a Blizzard-like game in terms of communication. Yeah, so in regards to communication, we don't know the process that Blizzard has for communicating with its uh, customers and consumers of their products. 
especially for games that are in development and haven't come into full release. Uh, it seems like the Dragonflight uh, Alpha and Beta, there was been like really good feedback. Um, I've seen a lot of positivity around the interaction between the devs and the players uh, for the Dragonflight Beta. And the updates on the talents, you know, like, oh, this talent tree, you know, like, isn't like feeling that, like that much fun compared to some others. And then the devs have gone back, they've completely reworked it again, and then they've brought it out and players are like, wow, you've taken on our feedback um, and made some changes, you've added your own ideas into it and you've made it so much better. So they're doing a great job uh, with the Dragonflight beta and that communication it seems like. There's a lot of positivity around that. Uh, it would be just nice to have some of that with the war beta as well. There was a survey that went out. We talked about it a little earlier. There's no nothing that I've seen in the survey says we couldn't talk about it. So hopefully we're not crossing any lines here. Most of the survey was this basic questions. How do you are you enjoying the game? Uh, asking about the units, about different things, but. There was a section about micro uh, transactions and asking if we put this into the game, would you buy it? Would you, and different things like that. Um, I'll go through a few of them and we can talk about it. Um, some of the questions are uh, cosmetic skins for leaders, cosmetic redesigns for spells. Uh, spending gold to blow up the entire grid, emotes, uh, sprays and decals, cosmetic skins for troops, different looks for the armies, different looks for cobalts, towers, maps, like all kinds of different cosmetic and like uh, tower changes and stuff like that. Um, different bundles. Uh, they talked about a PvP bundle for real money. So basically they were asking, would we pay real money for skins, for cosmetics, for additional bundles? When I went through it, uh, there was a lot of things that I, I really liked. Yes, I would like uh, cosmetic changes for a lot of the things, uh, the troops, the kobolds. I think we talked about it in past podcasts. I would love... Uh, a Santa hat for the cobalt for Christmas. Um, things like that. This is kind of scary that we're not getting any updates in beta for the game and actually seeing the game progress. And now we're getting questions about adding more things for us to buy. So I'm kind of kind of worried about that approach. I think the survey... Servos like that seem to go out quite a long while before uh, any decisions are made to gauge public reactions. And as for skins, as long as the skins don't affect what the other player sees in PvP, I'm totally fine with it. If you want to make your footmen wear clown hats and have clown shoes and every step they take squeaks, like 
and that's what you like and there's a skin that you can buy for them okay sure go ahead but the uh, other person that you're playing against will just see regular footmen I think that's more than fine see I don't like that if I buy a skin I want you to see that skin as well what would be the point of me just seeing it? I'm not going to spend real money on something that I just see. I want you to see that I spent money and I'm supporting the game or I'm doing something so you can see it. For uh, like the units, I don't like, I wouldn't uh, like um, playing against somebody that can affect the visuals of the mini for just recognition at a glance. Uh, same with the sound effects, but for like towers and your barracks um that would be fine because they're static emplacements and everyone will know what the barracks and towers will be even if you make them something like pretty outlandish like you could have your barracks be a trend from like the uh, night elves in warcraft 3 for example but you still know that's a barracks location you're not going to be confused by it yeah, um, I think Tap is just a show-off. He wants to make sure that everybody sees his skins. No, <laughs> seriously, though. <laughs> make sure, he's, everyone, make sure he, uh, everyone knows that he's got a big wallet. Don't make me smash seriously, you with though, it. I, <laughs> I'm with Gora, to be honest. Uh, we can also we can have that uh, display of that we are supporting the game as Tap size and everything. But on more static objects, which the, this way they won't affect uh, any sort of confusion. For example, one thing that I don't think I heard anybody talk about is you have the bottom side of the map and the, and the top. So if there was some sort of gradient, like you could buy a special map skin. So that means that the ground would have a different color, maybe some decoration rocks a bit different on the side. So towards the center of the map, there will be a sort of... Uh, a blended area and then you would have a gradient so so you could have like a let's say a christmas uh, kind of thing or an undead themed um map uh, ground and rocks and trees and everything around your area and uh, the opponent could see that and it doesn't really affect because if the towers are located in in the same position and all the obstacles and chests and everything the opponent will still recognize units and um, it makes it fun to have a different kind of map background and the same with towers uh, and also stuff like um, frames around your avatar or different avatars or stuff like that i actually i'm not i see that okay so the, the, the one of the only communications we had is is for uh, for them to ask us ways how to spend money in the shop yeah that that is a way to look at it but at in the on the other side, I see this as a very good thing because maybe there is a really good effort from them to try to keep the game as free to play as possible. So they are trying to explore as many cosmetic options as possible here rather than pe people have to, to spend tons of real life money to get uh, units and stuff like that. There is some things here that are still concerning in terms of uh, motivating people to buy gold bundles which is stuff like um, spending gold to blow the entire grid this will motivate some whaling because people will <clears throat> um, buy real the, the gold packages the 2100 gold a week possibly could increase by the way um, will motivate them to buy this to refresh the grid to get those units faster or talent 
But uh, apart from that, I think these options are actually supportive of free-to-play games, so I'm okay with it. Some things I'm a bit confused, maybe it's from Clash Royale or something. Sprays decals to use during battles. Why are you, like, distracting the enemies with, like, stickers during gameplay? I'm not quite sure what this is, but, you know. I was a little confused with that one as well. Like, emotes make sense. But sprays and decals, I, I have no idea how that would work. I think for that one, I just instantly thought of the sprays that they have in Heroes of the Storm. So how that works is at your character location, in front of the characters facing, uh, you can put down a spray on the map, which will last for about five seconds roughly maybe, uh, before it just fades away. And it's just like a little fun one of the four fun sort of things you can do with your character. The others are Taunt and Dance, Spray, and I think there's one extra, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Okay. Well, that that might be a... That might be fun, but I just... I mean, because I haven't seen him straight away, in my mind is, oh, this is going to be distracting to the gameplay, but maybe, maybe it's actually more fun than distracting. Without seeing it in action, it's hard to to make any judgment. The other one I kind of questioned is the PV bundles purchable with real money. W what would be in a PVP bundle? Would it be like units that are geared more to PVP, different talents? Because my thinking is everything is can be used in PVP. Every, like, yes, we have some troops that don't work well in PvP, but what would a PvP bundle look like? I'm a little confused with that one. Yeah, I thought that too. I'm not sure what they could do. The only thing I thought of was like Valor. Uh, to, you know, upgrade your Valor slots and your leader. Or just gold, so you can buy talents, which also give you levels in PvP. But that's about it. Maybe you could get like maybe you could just buy all three talents for one mini. I mean Valor I don't really see it. I, I personally associate Valor more with PvE. So it would be a bit in my mind out of place in a PvP bundle, Valor. But um maybe it's a pack where you get a, a goblin supper, harpies and um A B four in a package. <laughs> <laughs> oh with the talents. <laughs> It could be visual stuff. Drop a bomb on the board, instant win. You can buy wins. It could be something to do with the avatars or or frames or or something. It just uh, it could be something that helps you to do with the PvP ranking in any way. I, I, in the current system, I don't see why a PvP bundle will be that much different than a, a PvE bundle. Uh, just going back to the um, maps and cosmetic changes for the like map skins that you could get if you have a skin you know that's christmas themed for example so your half of the map is christmas themed and then your opponent's theme is undead so the other half of the map is then undead if you take a tower on their side the christmas theme encro like then encroaches further into their side around that tower location that would be very very interesting I would I would like that like kind of taking a territory so your territory expands 
Yeah, exactly. And it looks, as you progress through the game and you're winning, it looks more and more like your skin on the across the whole map. Also being more of a visual help, because if you're like undead and it's like dark grey sort of ground colour and your opponent's like white, you're going to notice uh, pretty quickly if a tower's been taken on the other side of the map before you can even see it. I think between the three of us, I think we just had a good idea for a, for a way of them to get some revenue and without affecting the actual gameplay experience. Uh, I think the Cobalt is a straight one. I think you can actually modify a little bit the Cobalt and it will still be immediately visible that is the Cobalt. So it's not like it's not like so, you're going to drop a Cobalt with a different shirt or or something and people will be like what is this unit no it's not gonna happen everybody's c certain things like they can actually change it a bit like the christmas hat on a cobalt for example that top mention i don't think that will confuse anyone everybody will know it's a cobalt straight away if anything it will help people to notice it's a cobalt even faster if every single player had a, one of those hats you could change a cobalt into um gold tooth and every time he swings his little hammer, there's a little tiny flash of his gold tooth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking at the questions in the survey, and I think pretty much we already mentioned the standouts. There's not much more to say, um, I believe, in terms of the of the survey. There's not much more to say about today. We kind of have a shorter episode, uh, not much to talk about. Uh, we're all just kind of patiently waiting for more information to come out i know it's this was kind of a uh a bleaker episode but i think episodes like this are good so we don't continue to hype the community over and over again and then basically not have that hype actually happen it's good to have the expectations and seeing the goods and, and bads and the middle ground of everything. So there, we, these episodes are much needed, just like the episodes of us cheering the game on, I believe. Yeah, I agree with what Top just said. I think if one thing that we promised ourselves in the podcast is that we're going to be honest, no matter what. As much as we, we are very happy to praise the, everything, the blizzard and the war team do we are more than happy to praise them for every single good thing they do but at the same time we want to to a certain extent be a true representation of how the community feels uh, via the podcast and i think that um i saw many projects out there failing because the people making the decisions they were getting the wrong feedback on how people actually felt and um we, we love the game too much to patronize people and to be hypocritical about it. So we will just say it straight as it is. And I'm going to ask um, if the development team listen to this podcast, which I know sometimes they do. Um, try to give us a bit more of hope for, um, for the next week. And so, you know, help us to have a more positive podcast next week. And... Uh, and even though I personally was a bit more vocal, I think, than the other hosts today in terms of uh, criticism, uh, I want you to know that I appreciate everything that you do, but I think you need to keep people on board a bit more. And um, together we're going to make this a great game to play. What about you, Gara? Yeah, I just can't wait to see 
the update coming. Uh, it'd be nice to go to see the future, I guess, and know when it's coming. And we could, you know, plan around that, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, we don't know what turn or problems they may have run into during development. Or maybe they've come along gone, oh, okay, the raids are really good, but someone's come, like, we've had this brilliant idea and we want to implement it in, and, like, we're going to, like, double this, double the amount of content that raids bring into the game. Maybe that's why it's delayed. You know, we just don't know, so we'll just have to wait and see for the next update. And still excited for the update. Every week, forever hopeful to see some a blue post saying, here's the next big update coming. And yeah, until that, you know, we'll be here. We'll stick around. We'll keep playing the game. We're not going to go anywhere fast, I don't think, at all. iOS people, do not get discouraged. You know, stay positive. Because I know that I didn't really see anyone uh, with iOS getting better in the better contest. If there was, I haven't met any. So... Uh, stay positive, it's going to come to you as well. So, um, the iOS, just so everybody's aware, it's it's not through iOS App Store. It's actually through uh, Test Flight. And I just pulled it up because there's actually an expired date on the update. So, at the moment, it says my update on test flight expires in 16 days. I know that doesn't take the game from me, but I'm, and it's weird that it has a countdown. Um, when this, this last update where it went, went from 0.9.1 to 0.9.2, that expiration date actually went up. So I don't know if it's just a countdown to when the next update is. I, I hope so. But I'm kind of worried about if that timer runs out, what would happen to my game on my side. It's good that you mentioned that. So maybe if something was overlooked, then maybe they can um, have a look now uh, based on your comments. But other than that, like I said, I, I do continue to play the game. I, I still... Uh, look through the forums and the discord and i do watch spanner um stream even though i'm not streaming at the moment i i do want to get back into it it's this other life events that are happening but i think overall the game is still going to be good i just we like spanner said we do need to be the voice of the community and actually speak our minds and speak what the community is saying or it, the podcast is basically just us giving blizzard a pat on the back every week so i think we're going to end it there um thanks for everyone uh tuning in and uh giving us a listen hopefully we can see some of your feedback in the comments or even in the discord we we love to see your comments on the podcast so we can continue to improve Thanks again, everyone, for tuning and listening or watching. I uh, hope you have a good week and take care. Yeah, just uh, so, so uh, saluting everyone in the guild again and uh, all the content creators out there. Also, uh, don't get discouraged, content creators. Keep at it. 
be motivated and carry on. And we're going to get there together. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of the week. Created on the 8th of May 2022, the Guild Prisoners of War is a force in the arc-like Rumble community. We have a solid structure in place, with the roles of Chieftains, Taskmasters, Elders, and Wolf Riders. Our Discord is always active and our members are friendly, competitive, and knowledgeable. We will always challenge ourselves to compete in all content types in the game. If you think you got what it takes to be one of us, apply to our guild today. All the information you need is available in this episode or in the general podcast descriptions. We are looking forward to having you with us on the battlefield.